Um, well, I got to thank uh, Ariella Steinreich, and I want to thank her because uh, she has again alerted us to a very interesting story from uh, from around the world, <laughs> from completely halfway around the world compared to where we are. Uh, the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities has launched a project to renew and maintain the Jewish cemetery in Bahrain for perpetuity. The cemetery is more than 100 years old. It's currently the only operational one in the Gulf Jewish communities. While the community is considered the most established in the area, it is still small in size, and the aim with this new project is to create a perpetual fund to maintain the cemetery for generations to come. This initiative kicked off on Tubishvat on Monday, and uh, the um, president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, Ebrahim Dawood Nanu, is with us live via telephone. He is the president of the Bahrain Jewish Community as well. Uh, Mr. President, shalom, shalom. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nahab, shalom. Uh, I'm, I'm really, it's really wonderful to be here with you today. And I'm very excited to be, to be able to... Uh, talk to you. Well, Thank I, you. I appreciate that very much, and it's great to have you on. I guess we need a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, in, in, order oh. for, in order for there to be a cemetery, a Jewish cemetery that's more than 100 years old in any part of the world, one has to suspect that there was an active Jewish community in the, that uh, part of the world. So tell us about uh, the area that you're in, Bahrain, from years ago. Absolutely, Nachum, absolutely. Our history is very rich. It started in the uh, 1890s. Uh, uh, Jews began to filter into Bahrain from Iraq because Bahrain was a trading post in those days between Europe and India. Uh, there were jobs on offer here. So the Jewish traders started coming in. And uh, in about the 1920s, 1930s, at the peak, we had about 800 Jews in, uh, in the capital, Manama. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, having so many Jews here uh, meant that uh, we needed a synagogue, and that's exactly what Shimon Cohen did. He set up a synagogue for the Jewish people, uh, and that synagogue is the one which we today are uh, utilizing. Uh, and it's uh, uh, thanks to the AGJC for developing Jewish life in the area, uh, that we can honestly say uh, that the Jews uh, in the Gulf today have a home because they can call on the support of any Jewish community that's around the area for anything that they need, especially things like kosher food, uh, Jewish books. Uh, and uh, basically, we have all the uh, uh, facilities to be able to enhance Jewish life. We even have a, a dating website that's <laughs> operational, you know, and that's to attract to attract the uh, young, the the singles who are coming to the Gulf, and hopefully they they decide to like it so much that the, they, they'll be happy to stay here. So that that's something wonderful as well. And of course, we've got the only operational cemetery uh, and the operational synagogue here in in the Gulf, and the only indigenous. Uh, community that's in the Gulf. Unfortunately, our numbers today are very, very small. Uh, we number around about 50 Jews, and, uh, uh, and, and that number is also comprised of uh, quite a lot of old people. Uh, and we're really hoping that we see youngsters come to uh, Bahrain and the Gulf. But of course, we are traditional, uh, we are Sephardic Jews, uh, and we're Orthodox. So 
we uh, follow what our parents followed, what our grandparents followed, uh, and uh, that for us is very important. The president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, Ebrahim Dawood Nunu, is with us live via telephone. He's president of the Bahrain Jewish Community. So you mentioned 800 Jews. Um, when it when it was active, were there multiple synagogues? When it was active, was there such a thing as a Jewish school? When it was active, were there you know what we would what we would call you know Jewish amenities at at some point in the last one hundred years? That's a great question, uh, Nachum. Great question. Uh, my father uh, was taught to uh, read Hebrew and read the Hebrew books by the rabbi uh, Shimon Cohen, who actually set up the synagogue in Bahrain in 1935. Wow. Uh, and he, he, t- he told me that it wasn't only him who was taught. It was uh, another, uh, like the whole family were, were uh, inducted into being able to, they were taught how to pray properly. They were taught how to read Hebrew. So they never, they never forget. They never forgot those roots. Uh, and, of course, we had... Uh, the, the Jewish cemetery, this Jewish synagogue in Manama itself, because all the Jews had lived in that area. They were all in, in a very, very small location. You could say like a, 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 a kilometer, a square kilometer location is where all the Jews lived. So the, the, the synagogue was at the heart of that location. And so they didn't really need any other uh, synagogue uh, to go around. But I was, uh, and they remember uh, the time when, like, at the festivals, they used to walk down the streets with the Torah. They used to mix with the locals. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a very, very pleasant time for all of them uh, in the 1930s and 1940s. Very interesting. Um, we, you know, we spent some time in the UAE just over a year ago, as you know, and um, uh, we had heard so much about Bahrain, we didn't make it over there. Uh, but it would seem, even with Jewish life being revitalized in different areas of that part of the world, it would seem the way you're describing it that Bahrain is really the Jewish capital of the Gulf. Would that be, based on longevity and based on activity today, would that be accurate? Uh, accurate on, uh, based on the culture as well, because uh, the, 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 the Jews that came to Bahrain lived with the locals. Uh, in a very neighborly way, uh, and they grew up with them. So a, a lot of the locals here come and give me stories about how, and I've got to tell you this, I mean, Yom Kippur is the most important day in, in our uh, traditions, and Yom Kippur is so important that uh, the families here don't switch on a light or, or anything like that. They, they, they uh, stick to it in a very strict way. Now, the Bahraini families have told me that in their day, they used to send the kids <laughs> to the Jewish home to actually switch on the light or switch it off for them without talking to them, just <laughs> going in there and doing that kind of work for them. So there was that kind of, that kind of life there at the time. So the, the, the Jews were very well, well known here. Uh, in Bahrain, and the families knew them very well. Oh. So uh, they grew up together. That's, that, that's the difference. Pretty amazing. Um, the, uh, was there a specific ceremony to announce this uh, uh, initiative on Tubishvat to, um, to maintain the cemetery in Bahrain? Was, it, uh, w- was there anything official that happened, or it's simply you used the Jewish holiday of Tubishvat to make the announcement? 
Uh, we, we use the Jewish holiday of Dush Shvat, and uh, this Sunday I'm going to be planting a tree, the first tree in the, in the, in the cemetery. Uh, and oh, wow. uh, it's to perpetuate now Jewish life uh, in the Gulf. Uh, and uh, honestly, it's a lovely way of um, uh, keeping, uh, keeping the Jewish cemetery um, looked after. Uh, of course, you know, uh, we, we weren't 100% sure how the community was uh, going to go forward. But now, of course, we have the synagogue operational, we have our Torah, we have uh, all, the, all, the, uh, all the requirements that we need right. to make Jewish life flourish in the Gulf again. So we're, we're more than happy to see this are, are you getting interest from people um, in, in specific industries or maybe um, uh, of specific backgrounds, uh, either from Israel, the United States, or other places, Jewish people, to move to Bahrain? Is Because that, that was the feeling we got when we were in the Gulf, that there was going to be a, a great interest. Maybe COVID you know, stifled it for a while, but a great interest in Jews from different parts of the world, especially those associated with certain industries, to actually move to Bahrain. Have you, have you felt that at all? I have indeed, and that's a very interesting question. Um, we've had hundreds of visitors come to Bahrain, uh, uh, and uh, Nachum, I've got to tell you that uh, there, uh, Bahrain is a very good base to set up any manufacturing activity uh, because it's it's uh, it's a much cheaper place to do so than it is to do, to do that in in the UAE. Um, we're getting a lot of interest from Israeli companies of actually coming to Bahrain. There have been a lot of people coming to do their research work in Bahrain, and they're very, very excited about, uh, about actually making an investment in Bahrain. But the only problem is COVID has stifled everything at the moment. Yes. And we're just waiting for that time when, uh, you know, where, uh, people are freer to travel. It's an easier thing to do to travel. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing uh, Israelis come over and invest properly. Already we've had uh, several investors come over and make investments in Bahrain. So we've seen the uh, we've seen these uh, the Mekarov people from Israel who have, who have been over here. They've had a contract here already. We've seen other people uh, come over, and they're in the process of setting up uh, manufacturing plants. Uh, it's interesting because we were told that uh, we we might see people from this part of the world, that let's say North America. Um, uh, be attracted to a place like Bahrain because in addition to the, again, to the industry and uh, different um, um, uh, business interests they may have in your region, they're much, much closer to Israel and that that would be a big attraction to them. So I'm wondering if maybe people from this side of the world just simply want to be in your neighborhood. Uh, we have seen, we have seen uh, plenty of Americans come to visit uh, Bahrain, but I have not, uh, I have not wis- uh, witnessed any um, uh, let, let me say, um, um, any, anything confirmed. Right, I haven't permanent. seen anything confirmed yeah, from, from, no, nothing, from America. Nothing permanent yet, I get that. I certainly do get that. Um, the, I know there's a website. Uh, the website is uh, gulfjewish.org, gulfjewish.org, and uh, there people will have an opportunity to uh, learn about the different countries that are um, that are in the association. Uh, also, I noticed that at GulfJewish.org, there is a, a link right there at the top of the page to the Jewish singles in the Gulf. You're serious about this effort. You're serious about <laughs> about, about Jew, Jews who are, 
you know, again, often visiting or, or, or spending some permanent time in your region of the world, you're serious about them hanging out with Jews and meeting other Jews and eventually marrying Jews. And this Jewish Singles in the Gulf initiative, which uh, kicked off a couple of months ago, has a pretty prominent place on the website. We're very serious, very serious, and I'll tell you why. Uh, if you look at the makeup of uh, the UAE, uh, I mean, we have well over a thousand Jews there, and many of them are singles. Uh, and, and the reason being is, is that they're out there on contracts. They're all expatriates. They're right. out there on contract work. Now, it's different for the, for the, for the Jewish community in Bahrain who are indigenous. You know, right. they're, they're uh, mainly family. Um, they're, their families are with them here in Bahrain. Right. But uh, the ones who are expatriate workers are classified as expatriates or residents, and they are coming over on a contract basis. It could be that they want to mix more with the Jewish people. And right. this, for them, is a, is a very good opportunity, especially if they're at the age when they're ready to do so. But the, the beauty of it all is that we have our rabbi, Rabbi Eli Abadi, and he's the one who will be looking at matchmaking everybody. I mean, we're not going to let a computer matchmake people. Uh, it's actually, ma- and we're going to use, the, the rabbi himself is going to be the one to look at how the matchmaking should work. Well, That's very important. Many people, many people in this area know him very well. I know Rabbi Abadi for longer than either of us would care to admit, and he is certainly qualified as he has uh, <laughs> as he has uh, displayed in the past. He has certainly qualified many areas of Jewish leadership, and I would agree with you uh, that his opinion when it comes to uh, matchmaking would be very valuable. And it's great that he's participating in that process. Uh, GulfJewish.org is the website. If you want information about Jewish singles in the Gulf, no joke, it's there on the site. You'll see it on the homepage, gulfjewish.org. Um, let me ask you, Ibrahim, what's the best way for people to support the Jewish Cemetery Initiative? Again, you're asking people around the world to understand the importance of uh, maintaining the Jewish Cemetery in Bahrain in perpetuity. What would be the best way for people to learn more and to hopefully you know, support the cause? Um, simply to go on gulfjewish.org. Uh, you'll get some information there, but give us your web, uh, g- give us your email address, and we will email you the information. That's the best way to do it. All right. So if they go to the website and they input and uh, and, you, and check out the contact information, they'll be able to send an email address, and you'll be able to get them all the info they need. That's. That's right. Uh, That's go to right. Gulf, go, gulfjewish.org. Gulfjewish.org. There's a contact tab at the top of the page. Those of you who would like to get involved in it, it's certainly a unique project, especially those of you who are go, going to anticipate regularly traveling uh, to the Gulf. Um, you may want to get involved. Uh, go to gulfjewish.org, and you can check out uh, the initiative and get information about the initiative uh, to maintain the Jewish cemetery in perpetuity. Is is Bahrain allowing people in? What's the? I, I know what things were like a year ago because, like I said, we were in Dubai, and a lot of people at that point were traveling to places like Dubai and Bahrain. What's the status right now if someone uh, with under under the whole COVID situation wants to go into Bahrain? Uh, yes, uh, it's it's open. Uh, they can come into Bahrain. They'll just do a test at the airport, and they'll have to wait in the hotel until the, the result of that test comes out, and then they'll be allowed uh, to freely move around. All right. um, but uh, depending on, on the result of the test, of course. Yeah, I understand that. The president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities is Ibrahim Dawood Nunu, all the way from Bahrain. Shalom, shalom. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and good luck with these great initiatives. 
Shalom. Nahum, and thank you so much for hearing me out. Thank you so much. A pleasure. Great to welcome you to the airwaves, and maybe we'll actually... I don't know. Maybe we'll meet in Bahrain one of these days. J.M. and E.A.M. on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Who knows? Who knows?